course, our first reading today is one that's usually chosen by uh, couples preparing for the sacrament of matrimony uh, for use at their wedding. And I always try to point out that uh, if we read it in the uh, in the context and in the, in the tone of St. Paul that he was writing to the Corinthian community, no one would choose that uh, reading because Paul is rather ticked, to use a, a nice uh, Greek word, right? He's really angry because he's saying, look, you're fighting amongst yourselves. Who has the best gifts? Uh, one would say prophecy. One would say interpretation of tongues. One would say tongues. One would say administration. Of course, I think that's the best. I don't know if I have the gift or not. You'll find out when I leave. But, uh, or you know, and every, everyone is fighting among themselves. And he's saying, look, you don't get it at all, do you? You're fighting of course, this is falling on the uh, falling on the heels of them fighting about who has the greatest baptism. Well, I was baptized by Apollos. I was baptized by Peter. I was baptized by Paul. No, it's Christ who baptizes. If anything, last month we had that declaration by the Vatican who remind, reminded us that uh, it's not valid to say we baptize because it's Christ who baptizes. When the priest or the one who's baptizing says, I, he's speaking on behalf of Christ, who is the one who ultimately is baptizing. When we forget these little things, and they're not so little in the grand scheme of things, we begin to quibble about so many little things. And St. Paul says it shouldn't be that way. Love. Love. Love is patient and kind and all these things. We, we, can, we can have all these gifts, we can speak eloquently, we can give the very best sermons, we can write the very best uh, uh, letters to our friends and family that will move hearts and souls to come back to Jesus Christ. Uh, we, we can do all sorts of arts and crafts that will, uh, people will look at that and they'll be moved in the interior of their soul. We, you know, we can all do all these things, all these wonderful things, but if they're not done in love, they don't mean anything. Even as we honor Cyprian and Cornelius today, they went to their death uh, to martyrdom. But if they had not love, that martyrdom meant nothing. Because why? Faith, hope, love, these three remain. Only those three. All the other spiritual gifts, there's no need for them in heaven. We will have the very best administrator of all, God the Father. We will not need prophecy because God will speak to us directly. We won't need tongues because we will understand. We won't need interpretation of tongues because we will understand. We won't need any of the gifts but faith, hope, and love. St. Thomas would, uh, Aquinas would, would say, uh, you know, why, why faith, why, why hope? But definitely love. Love remains. We need love. There's never a time nor place that love is not appropriate, ever. And that's perhaps today's gospel passage. And to what shall I compare this generation? You're like children. This is not an insult, although I, I do have to admit I, I heard a pretty good insult the other day uh, comparing somebody to a three-year-old, and they, they followed up with, and that's an insult to three-year-olds. I, I thought it was funny. But you're, you're like children who are playing in the, in the marketplace. You, you play a flute and you don't dance. We played a dirge and you didn't, didn't mourn. Of course, dirge is a funeral song or, or death song. 
we, if we have the wrong idea of marketplace, we might not understand. Uh, if we have the idea of a marketplace like at Walmart or Hy-Vee or, or Brad's or whatever it is, wherever it is, uh, you know, not even good, not even a Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, compares to a true marketplace. It is crazy, constantly noise, and everyone shouting above everyone else. Is that the place to dance? Is that the place to mourn? Is that the place to even be playing? Jesus would say no. He says there's a time and place and wisdom is vindicated by your children. In the end, wisdom is vindicated by love. Love. So how can we love this day? A number of years ago, I had somebody using this passage that we hear as our first reading Love is patient, love is kind, it's not jealous, not pompous, not inflated, not rude. And said, if, we're, if God is love, this is what God is. And if we're called to be children of God, which we are, then that's, this is what we too should be. Are we patient? Are we kind? Are we avoiding jealousy, avoiding being pompous, avoiding being inflated, avoiding being rude? Are we seeking to love in all things?